Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Liss. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Ha! Oh, wait. No ads. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, no. you killed keep my that boner. In. That's good. Killed my boner, Shelby. I like that. All right, we're no, here. Keep we're fun. keeping it in. Like you sound like my ex. She liked it when I just left it in after sex. Just hold it there like a docking a ship. Oh, that's how I like it. Really? Yeah, I like to hang around for a bit. Keep it in there. Yeah, she just wanted it to hang out like a car in a garage, and I was like, I'd like to take it, take it out and wash it. She's like, No, no. Let it let it let it die in there. Maybe I wonder if it's a trick to get the upper hand, because then by the time you pull it out, it's all shrinky and sad. That's exactly you know, like, that's right. right. When I pulled it out, I yeah. it, it was like a nub, and I was like, "Well, what the hell? It, I didn't even need to pull it out. It just it just shrunk out." Now, as soon as I'm done, I put my panties back on immediately. Oh, I don't want people seeing that sad cock. Same, same. My balls get longer, my cock gets smaller, and I, I walk to the bathroom. I got no ass. I got a, I got hair, and it's horrific. That's the nice advantage of a vagina. It always looks pretty much the same. I mean, sometimes it's bloody and bruised, but sure. for the most part. Yeah, that's like, There's true. not a moment after sex where the pussy all of a sudden just looks like a... I don't know. I don't know what a cock like. It's a sad cartoon nose. Wasn't there a cartoon where you had a big, weird dick nose? Yeah. Dilf or I, Dilbert? I think, no, it was uh, Droopy. Or was it Droopy? I don't know. No, Droopy's a dog. Oh, Gonzo. It's Droopy. Gonzo. Remember Gonzo? He had that turned up cock for a schnoz. Who's the one that looks like uh, <laughs> Remember Gonzo? Am I nuts? You got to give me something Gonzo. on Gonzo or else I think I'm crazy. <laughs> No, no, sorry. I remember. Right. I, I okay. remembered my thought, but then I no. I remember Gonzo. He was wasn't he the drummer? No, that was Animal. Animal. Oh, right, right. Did Animal have a cock? They Muppet. all. They all. Had, well, they had the Muppet Babies, where had baby cocks, I assume. Uh, but I so I like a baby cock. Sure, so do I. They're uh, they're unassuming. I gotta tell you, I, I'm reading a Helter Skelter, oh, yeah. which is a phenomenal book. But one of the Manson women, they said she started fellating her baby like three weeks after it was born. What? She like had a baby and just started blowing it. Oh, wow. Why? That's worse than stabbing a pregnant woman to me. I agree. I mean, well, the baby probably liked it. I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how hard you can get as a baby. What the hell was the purpose? Wasn't I hate to have two combos at the same time, two birds at the same stone, but well, wasn't there a cartoon where the guy was like worked in an office and he had a weird, sad cock nose? Ah, big, fat, not ringing a bell. Phallic. Uh, the office with Dilbert. The, Dilbert had a normal schnoz. He was like a little square-headed dick. <laughs> but he didn't have a nose <laughs> like anything. Uh, someone will send it to us. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, she blew in. her kid. I don't know why. What? Uh, was it a uh, was that part of the cult or was she just twisted? I mean, obviously she was twisted, but was there must have been some reasoning? Was God I in think the dick? That, um, well, well, uh, Manson was Jesus and Satan at the same time. Oh, I didn't know that. He was yeah, he, he was, was both uh, things. By yeah, he was by uh, 
sexual, I guess. Yeah. But by godlike, what, what do you call that? What's the umbrella that God, Jesus, and Satan are both under? Well, I think theology. Yes, by Theo. He's by Theo. That sounds like, like a the Cosby show. Yeah, it sounds like a brand. <laughs> hey, these shoes are by Theo. It sounds like an episode of the Cosby show. Theo goes by, and he's like, you don't go sucking the dicks. <laughs> you got to pass the women out first, and then you blow them. All right. Pass them out. Oh, boy. Get them passed out. Knock them out. There it is. Knock them out. Um, anywho, that, that uh, Health, Health of Skelter is some kind of book. All right. Well, what's terrifying? I love. I don't. I don't know if this is part of the book, but uh, you ever you ever looked up that Sharon Tate? Woo! Smoking. Yeah, it's all hot. in the book, of course. Beautiful lady. Well, and then they started after she got murdered. They started playing her movies again. Like they came back out in the movie. Like she wasn't a movie star. She was just like a shitty movie actor. She was in a few bullshit things. Couldn't uh-huh. really get a break. Yeah. And then getting stabbed to death with a pregnant belly. Was like her break. Wow! They started playing her movies and like putting on the marquee. The '60s were fucked up. Oh yeah! Oh like, yeah! All all the marquees in town were like Sharon Tate movie. People were like, "Ooh, let's go see her. She's dead." Wow, that's fast. Because you always think, "Oh, everybody's the internet, and uh, you you got to go viral now." It was the same shit back then. You know, Bill Burr had to get heckled by ten thousand people before anybody knew his name, and she had to get stabbed in the gut. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. They start talking like they're holding her. And then uh, the woman stabbing her, and like Sharon Tate, she's like tell it, retelling the story, the murderer woman. Uh-huh. Uh, and she's like, yeah, she just kept saying, don't kill me. I need to have my baby. And she's like, I just stabbed her until she was dead. And she's like, it was better than orgasming. Oh, wow. Yeah, fucked up. Bad people. So what is the Beatles song? Is that about the book, or is the book about the song, or is the song about the baby? What's going on? The song came first. They misspelled it on the they, on the fridge. They spelled out Hilter Skelter. Ah, the Brits. They're fucking idiots. Yeah, they're idiots. Yeah, bad um, teeth. But uh, no, the Brits didn't misspell it. The oh. murderers. Oh, oh, oh! Well, they're blowing babies. Uh, the spelling's the least of their problems. <laughs> but yeah, so they were. Charles Manson wanted to be a rock star. He was like a wannabe musician, and he hung out with like uh, fucking Beach Boys. Like Carl Wilson was up there hanging out with them. It's wow. all fucking kooky. Holy hell. But I guess um, the White Album was big because they wrote Pigs, and there was a Piggy song on the White Album, and then Helter Skelter was on the White Album. Uh-huh. It was all topsy-turvy and, and, and goofballs. It's a, it's a fine book. It's real. Yeah. It's not for the faint of heart. I'd like to read. Well, what is a Helter and what is a Skelter, if you don't mind me asking? I'm not sure exactly. I think it means crazy because the guy... Doc Emmerich, the the broadcast guy for the NHL, he always when it goes when the game goes haywire, he's like it's helter skelter down there, which I find inappropriate. You're like oh. they're not stabbing pregnant women. Interesting, I never knew that. Well, it's it's kind of like when people say, oh, it's a holocaust, and you go, well, isn't that the Jews? And you're like, oh wait, a holocaust just is is a bunch of people dying. Yeah, I think so. I think um, it's like Kleenex, yeah, my- you know, or or or, or Sharpie, where we just kind of label it one thing, but it's the Kleenex is actually a brand. <laughs> Well, the thing is with the Holocaust, it was six million. So I think they just kind of they lay claim. They're like, "All right, we're the Holocaust now." Right. Someone's right. gonna top six million. That's the thing. Good point. Good point. Yeah, they got the Guinness Book record of Jews, Gypsies, Blacks, and Gays, and retards. Yeah, great Junior Stopka joke. Oh, really? You don't know that bit? No, hit me. Oh well, I want to just put a disclaimer that I'm quoting here. Yeah, yeah. 
this is not my thought, my joke, and call into a different podcast. But Junior Stuff has a great joke where he says, they, they killed retards, too. But you never see those photos. Uh-huh. I think probably because everyone in the photo would be smiling. Ha! <laughs> now that's comedy. It's a, it's a humdinger. Wow. Man. That's a humdinger. Did Shelby laugh on that one? Uh, he, he smirked and his vagina twitched. So something happened. But that's pretty good for Shelby. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. Can we can we talk about comedy for a second without getting too sure. soapbox? Uh, I'm watching 40-Year-Old Virgin. It just kind of popped up on my uh, Netflix. So I was like, ah, I'll just put this on while I clean my asshole. And, sure. you know, Great every... Stuff. It's 2005. That's when the movie came out. Every joke's about, hey, you gay guy. Hey, she sucks dick. Hey, this guy's a homo. Hey, uh, you know, just funny. You know, they do a black voice at one point. They make fun of an Indian guy. They make fun of a drunk chick. She's passed out. They grab a boob. All shit you could not do now. And I, I'm i talking to my gal, and we're just, like, we're just talking about like how, oh, yeah, The Office has a lot of offensive jokes, quote, unquote, and this and that. And it's like, hey, how about this is just comedy? Like, I know this is, I'm not reinventing the wheel here, but comedy goes for it. I'm sorry. If you don't like it, get out. Like, should we do that with rap? Should we take out the bitches and the hoes and the, the you know, blow me cunt or whatever the hell they're saying? Suck my dick, skank, and ratchet or whatever. Like, that's just hip-hop. That's just where it goes. That's what comedy goes. Let's just yeah. let, it, let it be. It's the arts. Let it be. Another Beatles tune. Yes. Helter Skelter. Um... Uh... Yeah, that's it, it's comedy, and that's what it's what's always been. Comedy, I think, was like invented by the court jester who was like trashing the king and shit. Yes, I mean, like he was yes. saying irreverent things. That's the idea of it. But yeah, and that's that's what's weird about because Judd Apatow is very outspoken now about Louis making jokes. Uh huh. Um, but you're like, well, didn't you make fucking weird jokes too? Maybe they weren't about death or murder, I guess, but. Yeah. I don't know. It's like that thing when people start yelling at other people, you're like, all right, make sure that you're not doing anything wrong. I know. It's a strange time. Like, And then there's the argument of like, well, hey, they're allowed to hate that. But it feels like it's seeping into the art more than it ever has where, I mean, I'm writing jokes going, well, I better make this about a, a white guy. Yeah, but it was a black guy who did it. I know, but I don't want to bother anybody. So now it's ruining, it's tainting the water, baby. Taints. Tanks uh, are yeah, it's all it's all goofy, but yeah, I mean, then you, I mean, that's just forty year old virgin. I mean, look at uh, Blazing Saddles and right. Daddy Shack, and right. But even, but there was rapey stuff even in the dramas. We've talked about it before, I think. The uh, what's the Carpe Diem movie with Robin Williams? That bullshit, Dead Poets Society. Yeah, where he's like walking up to his sleeping girl and he's like Carpe Diem and he's kissing her on the mouth and stuff. Oh yeah, and then Revenge of the Nerds has a rape in there. Yeah, and, Animal House. Well, some things I think should be corrected, though. Uh, like what? You're like, ah, maybe we shouldn't be raping. <laughs> and like, like looking back, you're like, ah, that was probably a weird thing to put out there. Yeah, yeah, the I know. But, but again, it's that whole argument. It's all or nothing. But that's drama. I mean, jokes, I don't really. Oh, that's drama. I see what you're saying. But jokes are jokes. I don't know what's what but anymore. I mean, but it's rape, all crazy. Rape exists, so somebody's going to write about it, you know? Like, that's drama. Rape well, is very dramatic. My point was the Dead Poets Society, though, they're not like, oh, he raped her. They're like, he fucking seized the day ah. by kissing this sleeping woman who has a different boyfriend. Right, right. So that one's fucked up. Ah. I, the only issue I have with any movie ever is Dead Poets Society. Everyone else, say whatever you want. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it just, I, I know we've said it 800 times, but it's the comics going after comedy is the new, that's the new uh, twisting the knife of like, God damn, how'd we get here? Yeah, it's silly. It's uh, And it's also just trying to, um, they're using it to their own advantage. They're trying to get likes and right. blogs written about them. Right, right. So it's like they're capitalizing. And then they're spreading uh, the bit that they are offended by, supposedly. Ah, about it. good point, good point. Yeah, they're they're giving it exposure. Yes, exposure. All right, Whoa, well, this is this is kind of kooky because we're, we're I'm back in the old studio. I got the clock up here. Shelby's at the desk. Uh, I'm at the table. You know, I'm gay. It's all it's all topsy turvy. We're back in back in the old haunt, and it's it's freaking me out a little bit. That's what I had two weeks ago when you were in Euro. Uh huh. It was wacky. I had to walk up there. I had the old photo and shit, and the old mic, and I sat at your thing, and it's kind of weird. Yeah. It feels like we were there forever. Yes. And it feels like a long time ago, but I guess it wasn't that long ago, really. Yeah, I guess not. But I'm I'm getting the heebie-jeebies, and we've come such a long way, and uh, I feel like the show's gotten better. We've gotten gayer, and uh, yeah, this what is we six years running here. It's about six years, which is pretty unbelievable. Jesus, it's almost time to to blow our little dick. No, oh, I thought you were going to say quit. You don't want to no, quit, do you? No, no, I want to blow a baby. No, oh, right. let's get a baby. We should... Uh-oh. That's big. Let's blow you up a little bit. Oh, we lost you for a minute. Shit. Oh, I lost you. Fuck. Ah, me. dickless cunt. Shit. Are you getting me? You hearing I, me I'm, now? You're back now, but I, you had a baby joke that just went kaput. It wasn't even a joke. It was just an idea. We should have a baby. Oh, yeah. That's not bad. I, I like to adopt Vader. Oh, yeah. He's already potty trained and can walk, so he's halfway there. I don't know. I've never seen him piss in the toilet before. That's true. <laughs> that's true. He wears a diaper. I was working with a comic. You ever hear of this guy, Mike Early, in Minneapolis? Uh, I've heard the name. I think we're Facebook chums. Super funny guy. He uh, he emceed at Acme, and we were very impressed. He's got some great jokes. All right. Just a funny guy off stage where I was like, isn't it crazy that people have sex with children? He goes, nah, I've never seen it. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it made me laugh. I like him he, already. Uh, he had some great, great bits. He goes, uh, maybe I shouldn't say that part because it's probably offensive to people, but he has some great bits where he goes, uh, I bumped into my buddy. He's like, hey, this is my rescue dog. And he goes, hey, that's my old dog. <laughs> this guy's this guy's a hoot. Oh, he's killer. He uh, had a few great ones. What was the other one? We looked very similar. He's like a younger me. Ah, oh, bad teeth. I was teeth. killing all weekend because I would, I would walk out. Nah, his teeth were fine. Ah, Thanks bringing it up. Sorry. I'd walk, out, I'd walk on the stage and go, oh, I'm a different guy. And it'd be the biggest laugh I got in my whole set. Oh, wow. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta Google him. Give him a look, see there, folks. Check him out on YouTube. It's early with an E Y, I think. E A R L E Y. Oh, E Y. Oh, what was some of his other? What was some of his other show? Yeah, I'll think of some other ones. He had a few others that were just gold. Minneapolis has all these killers. I think that, that's such a great theme. I know, I know. It's a good club. Well, the club, I feel like it. it uh, what do you call it? Uh, Breeds. Uh, breeds, yes. I didn't want to offend the gays. But yes, it breeds the uh, the, the quality, because that, that Booker guy, he, he takes it real seriously. Yes, Louis Lee. Louis Lee. Um, but they got, you got Chad Daniels and Cy Adminson and uh, Mike Early and uh, Maria Bamford and... Uh, Jackie Cation. 
yeah, a bunch of great Minneapolis uh, people. Yeah, there's others too that I can't I think. I think of. Hedberg is from there, but I don't know if he's an Acme guy. Oh yeah, I think he might be. I think he might be as well as Bob Dylan. Yeah, he's from Hibbing. Ah, Hibbing. And, uh, and then the Cohen brothers, of course. Some great artistry out of there. Some good oh. Jews. Oh, Louis Anderson, I believe, is Minnie as well. Oh, wow. By the way, he grew up in the projects, Louis Anderson. In Minneapolis? Yeah, with the white projects. No kidding. Yeah. Well, good for him. Yeah, fat guy. Sounds like a, sounds like a good project. Yeah, yeah, I'd um, like to live in that one. Anyway, so what? Uh, what's what's shaking there, fussy well, tits? A lot to talk about there, fatty. I got I got some ups, some downs, some left, some right. So, what do you want? You want some some fun comedy stuff, or you want a weird little tearjerker? Oh, you're giving me a, uh, options here. That's yeah. like a Rosa set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can pick your own adventure. Uh, all right, give me. Well, I want a tearjerker because I've, I've I got some problems. I'm all fucked up, and I appreciate the fans reaching out and saying nice things. But I'll get into my drama later. But let, give me a tearjerker. I like I'd like to be jerked. Yes, drama, no rape. All right, so I'm run, You know, I'm back in the city. Uh, the European tour is over. I'm running around doing sets. Back into the old routine. I'm late for a show. I jump on the subway. I'm having slept. I got half a boner. I get on the subway. I got my earbuds in. I got a lot of work to do on, in the earbuds. Like I'm listening to sets. I'm writing shit down. And right when I get on, there's an old, old hobo, like an old white guy, covered in soot, dirty clothes, like crew cut, bad skin, like real weathered, no shoes, the whole thing. And he's sitting in a seat going, ah. I'll tell you what, you son of a bitch, and da da da, and you're like, oh motherfucker, you know, right, right, right. I'm trying to get some listening done here, and this guy's two inches away from me, sitting in the seat, just going off like an old sea captain, and mm-hmm. everybody's staring at him, and uh, you know, I'm like, ah, I gotta, I gotta, I'm on an express train, I'm on the A train, so that you got a minute between stops, so you just gotta take it, and little do I know, two seats next to him is like this cool kind of black guy, like dreadlocks, glasses. He's got a book open. He's reading. And uh, he goes, hey, man, what uh, what shelter you in? And uh, everybody, the whole subway car turns because, like, we're all trying to avoid this old white lunatic. And then the, the, the black guy just starts talking to him like a human being. And we're like, what the hell? So, you know, we just start listening. And the black guy happens to work at a, at a homeless shelter. Like, he's like the director of Brooklyn Hobo Central or whatever, BHC. So they start talking. He goes, ah, I'm at the uh, the one, the fucking, uh, the Greenpoint, uh, whatever. And he goes, oh, uh, Hobo Shelter 681. He's like, yeah, 681. They fucking, they got bad food over there. He's like, I know, we're working on the food. It's not great. We're trying to get more funding. And the guy's like, yeah, you got to get that that peanut butter sandwich. Tastes like fucking diarrhea. And he's like, I know, I've had one myself. They say, it was amazing. It was like they were having a real talk about Hobo Shelters. Wow. He just he happened to sit next to the right guy. It was insane. Now they're talking. He's like, you got to go over to the Fort Greene station. That that one's better. You get on this train. And now they're bonding. They're having like a real friendship. It was amazing. I've never seen anything like it. Every fiber in your bean when you're looking at a hobo in New York goes, avoid this guy. He's got AIDS. He's going to piss on me. He's going to put his fingers in my mouth. But this guy just starts chatting with him. They become fast friends. And he gives them tips on what shelter to go to. It was insane. Wow, that's inspiring. It almost makes you want to do volunteer work, but not quite. Not quite. What are you, shitting? What the hear an echo? 
Oh, Zaneko? Oh, yeah. Tell you, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get too graphic here. I'm, I'm, I'm rinsing my hands. I know this is uncouth, but Jeez. I was fingering a certain somebody. Uh-huh. Moments before, and I was holding the phone into my ear, and I got a little whiff, and I thought, I can't perform like this. You kill it. The sound is horrific. It feels sounds like you're in a submarine here. What do you mean? Oh, I was in the bathroom. Oh, there is we that go. What it is? Now we got a. Now we're back. Oh, I was in the bathroom sorry i didn't realize the sound and it was your story so i felt like i wasn't saying anything no please say, i just couldn't go on things. i had i had poo in my left left hand and 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 whatever comes out of a pussy in my right so wow so you had a, a shocker going well here's the thing if you forget to wash your hands then next thing you know i'm out meeting and greeting and uh everyone's smelling my wife's business Right, right, right. You're so I apologize. You're, you're sharing that's snatch. That's some kind of story. Yeah, oh, it was. Sorry. It was pretty amazing. Uh, I, I thought. Uh, I thought you'd. I thought you'd appreciate it, but you're out here washing snatch juice off your your mitts. I do appreciate it, and the reason I was washing it, it made me think because I thought that homeless <laughs> guy probably smelled like an asshole. He so did. It kind of. It triggered me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's gone. But uh, what are you talking about? I listen. I, I heard the story. You you stopped it to tell me about the sound. Who cares about the sound? Well, the audience is a little confused. All of a sudden, it sounds like you're in, uh, you know, the SS Nazi underground, and you know, I don't know. But either way, I, I'm sure we're trying. I got it. So social services. Yes, social services. SS. I caught it. But. Um, yeah, so it was a pretty cool moment, and I got off the train, and I had like a real, all right, I got to make some changes. I was, I treated that guy like he was a lump of garbage, and this guy actually spoke to him, and he changed his whole life. Wow, so what did you do? What did you do since? I got off the train and never looked back. I haven't done a thing. We should do some volunteer work, some Tuesdays with Stories soup kitchen or something like that. Oh, we yeah. make food for a, you know, a pirate or whatever. Yeah, maybe we'll do a, a live app in a in a in a soup kitchen and just riff on the soups. What is that? Cream based? I prefer a tomato. <laughs> I don't like a noodle. Yada yada. Speaking of cream based, I fingered my wife earlier, and then they all go. Ah! Yes, exactly. Uh, well, yeah. I gotta tell you, we are doing service. I'm getting all these emails from people saying I, I was gay and you straightened me out, and I was sad, and now I'm fat. Yes, people really uh, they appreciate. It. So we thank you for reaching out. Yeah, yeah, I got. I, I'll, I'm gonna save it for later, but I got into some some great gifts. I was just in Providence, and the Tuesdays they flocked out, and they're out there in droves. And I got some nice gifts, some nice hugs, uh, a lot of. A lot of female fans. We had a, an Asian female fan named Connie Chung came out, and she was what? like, "She was like, I love you and Joe. I'm, I'm seeing you here. I'm going to Mohegan to see Joe. I love the pod. Uh, I want to. I, I, I'm, I'm a writer. You guys inspire me. I love your jokes. I love your act. I love the whole thing. I couldn't believe it. I was touched. I hugged her. Wait, Connie Chung, the Connie Chung. She's just a little Asian broad named Connie Chung. Same name." Wow. I know. No Pretty wild. Different Connie Chung. Are you sure it's not the Connie Chung married to Eugene Chung? No. By the way, I think Connie Chung's married to Maury Povich. Well, she used to be married to Eugene Chung, I thought. The Patriots Wait, lineman. Maybe what? that was... No. They have the same name? Uh, you cut out. Oh, shit, dick, cheese, and my asshole. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, her name's... <laughs> Could you ask Shelby? Shelby, what do you got on that? 
He's uh, he's Googling it now. Connie Chung and Eugene Chung? Or what? Maybe they're brothers and sisters. They, they might be brother and sister. Is he Asian? Oh, yeah. He's a chugger. An ch- Asian NFL player? I don't see that every day. Yeah, that's why it was so crazy. That's nah. what made it such a humorous situation. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so just a lot of great gifts. Some guy and his wife brought me crawfish etouffee. What the fuck is that? That's a Louisiana dish. And he brought it in a bag and gave it to me. I ate it this morning for breakfast. No shell bag. A a Ziploc bag full of shellfish. (laughs) Shellfish. Wow. Yeah. That was was shelfless of him. Yes, yes. He's a good guy. Um, So, yeah, just a great weekend. But uh, here's the cool news. So, Bert Kreischer... We both fly into New York from Dublin, and he rents a big brownstone in Brooklyn, in Fort Greene, three floors, beautiful. Every comic is doing something's burning. It was insane. It was like me, Ari, Schultz, Sal Volcano, Chris D., Giannis, uh, Bobby Kelly, Michelle Wolf, Dan Soder, Big J., uh, I'm blanking on the rest, but, uh, oh, Colin Quinn, Nick DiPaolo, Dave Attell, uh, Sean Patton. It was just, there's a three. Anthony Cumia. Was he there? That's our photo of him. All right. Well, yeah, it was just three floors of fucking comics. I just showed up. Everybody's in the house. There's snacks everywhere. There's cameras shooting. There's mics rolling. It was the coolest thing. It was like a comedy fest in a one brownstone, and Bert's like, this is the best weekend of my life. I've had so much fun. You New York guys are so funny. You got and he had some great points. He's like, you guys are f- fucking crazy for not doing more stuff like this. Like, L.A. is kicking our ass with the podcast world, the video world, and they're they're millionaires. He's like, you guys have the funniest people on the planet, and you're not shooting anything. He's so right. Well, he's had a lot of life changing things. I think you're right. We got to be shooting for our Patreon. That's what we got to do. We should be shooting and. Uh... I'm so bummed to have missed it because I was in Minneapolis. They asked me to do it, and then I was like, ah, I can't do it. What am I going to cook in Brooklyn? I'm in Minneapolis. And I looked, and I was like, everybody's there, all my favorite people. It was like my fucking wedding party was over there. Yes, yes, exactly. We're there in the middle of the day. Everybody's hanging out. We got people in headlocks and, you know, pushing each other down the stairs and just a lot of laughs, and it was a beautiful thing. And I, I asked how much of the house. It was 400 bucks a day, and it had seven bedrooms. So you figure, wow, they're sleep. The whole crew sleeps there. They wake up. They just start shooting. It's amazing. It was so fun. And I'm like, we could be doing this. We're sitting here writing one-liners like idiots, making no money. And L.A. comes in and they change the game in one one weekend. I know they do that with their podcast. They all have the video. I guess Lewis does that stuff over at Riot Cat. No, what's Lewis's called? Gas. I got gas. Gas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gas. Merch pump. Go to Merch Pump, get our shirts. Yes. Yeah, we got to do more of that. We got to do some video stuff. We got to up the Patreon, folks. And if you're on the Patreon, we got more stuff coming. We've just been on opposite coasts and different oceans and different lakes and, you know. Yeah, we got hoes. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Hoes in different area codes. Yeah, so we'll be back next week, I think. As of next week, we're back in the same place, right? Yes, we're back in the high life again. All the doors that close one time will open up again. again. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna really up that Patreon. So get on that Patreon and uh, suck your father's dick. Yes. Happy Mother's Day. Yes. My cousin's gay. Yes. All of those. Wow, three. it sounds like you're inspired. You're like a new man. I'm totally By the way, inspired. He could have had 
He could have had that homeless guy over his house, Greenpoint. That's true. That's true. He probably had the same views as Kumia, that guy. But uh, <laughs> um, what was it? Oh, here's a crazy thing. Last thing I'll say about uh, Kreischer and, and my epiphany and how we're making no money and not blowing up as we should be. We're funnier than those guys. But all right, enough about that. But uh, Yeah, we need to blow. We need to blow babies, but I was with him. We were drunk at like four in the morning. He's like, ah, I got to do these dumb podcast reads. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I got to read these ads. I'm like, ah, f- just knock it out. He's like, ah, I'd rather keep drinking. I'm like, ah, just knock it out. He's like, all right. He reads these ads. He's like, all right, stamps.com. Go get stamps. Boom. Away bag. Gotta love it away bag. Boom. And he goes, ah, I just made 30 grand. I was like, holy shit. That took 12 God, minutes. we got to make What are we doing? Oh shit, we lost you there. Uh, yeah, we we're cut fucked. Out? I cut out. I heard. What are we doing? Oh, that was basically all I said. I think. Oh, okay. Fuck. We're back. Can you hear me? We're back. Ah shit. Well, anyways, yeah, we got to figure something out. I mean, I'm over here. I mean, we're doing okay, but we're not doing that kind of business. No, no. It took 12 minutes. He made 30, 30 grand is What I made in 2008. He just made it in six minutes. Uh, at a, a drunk at a table. Man, all right, all right. We got to do that. Should we take our shirts off? I think we should take our shirts off. I think we should get tattoos. I think we should blow each other. I think we should eat our own cum or something because uh, we're, we're missing the boat. I, I know you hate the cameras, but I feel like it's almost necessary at this point. Well, we did a couple Patreon cameras. We just haven't been in the same place, but the Patreon has got a couple videos up there. We'll do some more videos. Yes. Maybe we'll film the live episode on May 28th. Sell it out. That'll make us some money. Yeah, I will I will spring for the cameras. I bet Ari's got some shit in a closet or his dad's in a closet, whatever. I don't know. We just I bet we can uh, get some GoPros, just put them up in my apartment, strap them to the TV, send it all to Shelbo, knock it out. Where are the cameras? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And then we can film you fucking your lady, and that'll get us some Patreon. People. Yes, she would enjoy that. She's basically a cam gal. Oh, no kidding. She That's her dream job. Really? Jeez. Well, that's an easy job to acquire, I think. Yeah, and pretty uh, lucrative. Fuck yeah. All right. Well, I'll talk to her. I'll email her agent. Please. So, uh... Um, yeah, so here's a little nugget. So me and Sam are doing uh-huh. a podcast. Oh, tell me. Yeah, yeah, not to get weird, but so, you know, I'm on this Europe tour, and me and Sam are texting jokes the whole time, like, is this anything, is that anything? And this is, like, unheard of to most people. And Bert's like, that's a show. You guys should make a show out of that. I'm like, who the hell wants to see us texting jokes? He's like, no, no, just you two sit in a room, bring ideas in, and start riffing. And I'm like, ah. Oh, you and I did that podcast. We did? Yeah, remember we recorded it? Just a tweet. We recorded it with Marcus Parks. Oh, yeah. We had a sound that was just a tweet. We go, that could be a big one. We had a, burp, burp. that's a big one. We had a, that's a Carlin. Remember we had, we, we oh, wrote this yeah. whole thing. Well. Ah, do it with him. You're out. <laughs> no. I guess so. Wow, Boy. shit, I forgot all about that. Yeah, we had this idea already and did it 10 oh, years ago. Jeez, well, you want in? I'll, I'll give you 12%. Yeah, no, I'm out. No, it's, it with him. it's gonna be a lot of work. It's video, and we gotta find a sponsor, and we gotta find a uh, place to do it, and a place who's gonna shoot it, and all that. So it's not nothing's written in the anal yet. No, do it with Marcus Parks at the Creek. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> no, that's where we did it. I know, I'm joking. But uh, yeah, all right. Well, now I feel weird. Yeah, it's a bummer. 
Ah, jeez. I forgot all about that. What can you do? All right. Well, you want to do it with us? Ah, no, I'm out. I'm out. Please, do it with us, because it's hard to fill an hour with two people. I know. That's why we stopped doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I came up with this idea. Came up with a better idea. Well, this is a hot show, too. Oh, yeah. This is hot. All right. Well, well. it'll be big. It'll be great. This, this Our days are numbered, clearly. Oh, jeez. Well, this is ruined. It's uh, all over. Oh, I gotta go. I'm gonna go volunteer at a homeless camp. Yeah, yeah. Well, film it. It's all film. It's all. It's all something. It's all. Yeah. Oh, well, we gotta make the L.A. money. This is a real L.A. move. Oh yeah. You're out in L.A. I am. At, well, I'm in Manhattan Beach right now, so I'm kind of still in the city, Manhattan. Oh yeah. I'll take that. That's a pretty area. This is a fine beach, by the way. Beautiful. Oh, a fine beach. I think it's one of the most – haven't you heard this about 10 different times, the most expensive area code? I've heard Beverly Hills. I've heard Manhattan Beach. I've heard the Hamptons. I've heard yeah. I've heard the Upper West Side, the Upper East Side. Uh-huh. So I think that's the thing that people just throw out there. Yeah, haven't you heard that a lot? I hear that all the time, but who's going to check it? How do you check? Exactly. South Beach is another one you hear. Oh, this yes. is the most expensive property in the world. Right, right. So where is it? Maybe we can get Shelby. Where, where's Eugene Chung live, and what's the most expensive uh, Connie Chung? I hear SF is a, is a high. It's always SF for me. That's the big one I hear. Well, now that's expensive with taxes and shit, but I don't think, like, there's a neighborhood. Because Manhattan Beach has to be more expensive than San Francisco. I mean, there's, like, I don't think so. 40,000 square foot homes on the ocean. Ah, uh, that's true. What about Malibu? Malibu's a... Ah, you cut out. Fuck. What'd you say? Too. Say that again. The Hamptons, too. Is it the Hamptons? Have Shelby Google most uh, area code or whatever. Most expensive. Most lucrative. What do you got, Shelby? Most expensive area code. He's touching it with his scary zip code. witch fingers. Yeah, zip code. Zip code, not area code. I forget. Does yeah, Shelby have a microphone? I or think are you it's cutting it. Out? He's got no mic. He's got a mic, but I think it's uh, just made of wood. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm... Dutch Mike. Yes. Yeah, that was a stretch. I was wearing clogs. Uh, it's an Amish Mike. All right. Well, let me talk while he's tapping the phone. There, he's on a little phone machine. Okay. Uh, so, you know me. I can't say no to a gig or to a man's dick. But uh, some kid asked me to do a show out in Jersey, and I said yes. Boy, you do a lot of those Jersey gigs. Well, it's a couple hundred bucks. You figure, hey, I can do an hour. I'll kill for a bunch of yokels. It'll be fun. And you forget you got to get on the, you got to go to Penn Station. You got to get on the New Jersey Transit during rush hour. You got to take the hour drive. You get no seat, you know, or the hour train ride. You get out there. Some kid's got to pick you up. He's got to bring you to the gig. That's 20 minutes. Then you get to the gig. The gig doesn't start for two hours. 18 comics go on before you. You get heckled for three days. Then you come back. You hate yourself. You miss the train. You got to take another train. It's a, it's a whole rigmarole. Uh-oh. Did you cut out or did you die? I don't know. I was waiting for you to respond. Oh, oh, shit. Sorry. It sounded like you were in a full breath still. I thought it just the phone cut out. Oh, fuck. This is the worst episode ever. No, it was going good. Oh, fuck. I'm going to kill myself. Oh, gee. We got to get back in the same room there, Fatty. I know. Next Monday. You home next Monday? It's going to be big. I'm home, and I'm, I'll be just I'm going to sleep in this studio. Actually, it's got to be an all-timer. Yes. All right. Oh, Shelby's got an answer. What do you got, Shelby?
San Francisco, come on. Wow. But that's the one of all of these places I just named. That's the one I've never heard. I hear that one what a bit. What about the Hamptons? Yeah, you got a you got a, a countdown list there because that'd be nice. All right, he's back on. That's the... where it doesn't it makes sense because you have like Billy Joel's house was right. like thirty million dollars. So yes. I'm like, are there a bunch of thirty million dollar homes in San Francisco? Yes, that's the thing. Is Billy Joel's house is a giant house on a big plot of land. San Francisco is a zillion sky rises that are thirty million. Hmm, weird. You know, it's like these giant apartments and there's 800 units. So they're all billions. But he's, he's... Right, but we're not talking most money total paid. We're talking like average home. Aha, uh-huh. right, That's right. That's it's confusing. Good point. Because I feel like here's the difference too. In San Francisco, we know comics that live in San Francisco. Right. We don't know people that just live in the Hampton. Like there's like apartment. You can get an apartment for 2500 a month. Right. In San Francisco. Right. There's nobody paying two grand. Well, maybe, in, uh, you know. Maybe in San Malibu. Fran, they're, uh, they're counting, like, the whole Silicon Valley. Because if you go to the whole Silicon Valley, you got Google uh, fuck-ups and, uh, you know, Yahoo dicks. Those guys got to have some big houses. Interesting. Because I feel like you and I could go to San Francisco and live there. Yes. I don't think we could live in fucking West Hampton. Right, right. Well, hold on. Shelby's got some lips here. <laughs> oh, is that number two? So number two and uh-huh. three are Suffolk County. And then New York, New York is number three. Uh-huh. And then Santa Monica. And then Palo Alto, which is, uh, which is oh. Silicon Valley. Yes. Interesting. Stanford. Yes. Yahoo. All right, all right. We're learning. Did he get anything on Eugene Merman? Anything on uh, Eugene Levy? The ch- He's retired. <laughs> the chugger. Eugene Oregon. But so, was he married to fucking, was he fucking his sister or was he married to his mother? No relation, no fucking, no nothing. Is he Asian? Korean descent. Korean descent, NFL? Yeah. No, I'm- Eugene Chung was related to Connie Chung for sure. He's Korean descent. What kind of Korean is in the NFL? Was he a kicker or a water boy? Or did he make I think he was an offensive lineman for the Patriots. But my no. memory is mush now because I got reflux. He must have been a, a gardener. <laughs> he was a guard. <laughs> I think I've never heard of a Korean NFL player. This is blowing my mind, but uh, good for him. Diversity. Get out there. Was he north or south? He was six foot four. I, I pulled it up myself. Aha. Uh-huh. He was six foot four. Not related, says the shellfish. He won a Super Bowl. What? He was it's 49, 295 pounds. Wow. Did he have a regular helmet or was it triangular and uh, circular at the bottom? <laughs> he was <laughs> right. an offensive tackle. And uh, that Virginia Tech, they changed the fight song to... <laughs> <laughs> Did they when they won? Boy. Did they dump green tea on them? <laughs> I guess somebody must have told me at some point that uh, they got a penalty for chopstick, chop block. Uh, uh, chop I like it. I like it. <laughs> Didn't quite work. <laughs> uh, but anyways, someone must have told me that he was, you know, fucked by, uh, blown by Eugene. I mean, uh, Connie. Uh, yeah. And I just believed it because I was eleven. Ah, well, I heard he got suspended for trying to eat Jerry Rice. <laughs> 
All right, we're having fun. Oh, rice right. patty. Woo, Vietnam. All right. Uh, well, there you go. That's exciting. So, uh, a little bit about me. I hate when comics Wait, say that. Wait, so Jersey. Aren't you still in Jersey? Oh, Something Jersey. I forgot about it. So, now I go out there, and a kid picks me up. Now, this kid's name, I don't want to say it wrong. I believe it's Tom Zappia or Tom Zappia. Italian broad. Good-looking kid. He picks me up. He's a Tuesday. He's a fan. He goes, hey, he hits me up. He goes, I see you're doing the show in Jersey. Will you do my podcast before the show? And I was like, yeah, why the hell not? I'm in Jersey. He seemed like a nice kid. I go out there early. I do his podcast. That takes an hour. And then the show starts. It's in the basement of a restaurant in a Somerville, New Jersey. The uh, the the guy who put it on, a little squirrely guy named Danny, very nice guy, Jew. And uh, he's trying to run a tight ship. It's sold out. And I look out in the crowd. It's a Fisher-Price mic. Look out in the crowd. It's a bunch of, a couple of comedy people and then just, like, old MILFs. Like, okay. rich, yeah, rich, hot, blonde ladies who were probably hot in eighth grade. And now they're, uh, you know, a little over the hill. A little, little weathered. But, you know, still, they're, they're in, like, cocktail dresses and shit. Like, they got some, they're probably married to a dentist. I don't know. So... The the host uh, the host goes up. He's this nice kid, funny kid, does pretty well. But they're just yelling at him. They, he, it's one of those things where he gets heckled immediately, and you're like, God damn, this is gonna be a tough one. Then the, the second guy goes up, Middle Eastern guy. He's very funny. I wish I could remember his name. But he starts going, "Fuck you guys, this sucks. What am I doing? Oh shit!" Then a gal goes up. She was okay, but everybody's kind of going. You just gotta ride the wave. You gotta riff and raff. So. I go up, I make fun of him for like five minutes, and then I go into my act. It's working. And then right at like the turn of when you want to start talking about what you want to talk about instead of just doing quick one-linery jokes, they just check out full conversations, just talking at full volume, these ladies. And everybody's doing the thing where they're turning around, doing the the stink eye, you know, the half turn. Oh, a turnaround stink eye. Yeah, they hate these women because they're just going, oh, what are you getting? You getting the apple teeny or you getting the tartar? What's going on here? And you're like, shut up. Jesus, you whore. We're in a, we're in a tight space. There's like 50 people in here. We're, we're basically in a subway car with furniture, you know? So I fucking lost it on them. I called them all cunts. They all leave. It got really ugly. And I was like, you're going to oh, die boy. alone. You know, you're old. You're gross. Shut up. You suck. And... They're they're fighting back now. Now I, I'm all pissed. I'm sweating. I leave, and they're yelling at the manager. And the manager. Yeah, this is a tight restaurant, so I gotta walk by him. It's super awkward. They're just like, "How dare he say that? Who does he think he is? He can't talk to us like that." And he was like, "I don't know. I wasn't down there, ma'am. I'm trying to run a restaurant." And I was like, "Shit!" And I had to like squeak by him. Now they notice me. They goes, "There he is! There's the guy!" <laughs> so I'm like, "Ah!" You know, it's these scary uh, rich ladies. So then I'm trying to get the hell out of there, and everybody goes, "Hey, man, I love the pot. Can I get a photo?" So now I'm taking photos, and they're waiting while these kids take a photo with me to yell at me. Oh man! So they're not yelling during the photo. That's nice. I guess they're just standing there, tapping their feet with their arms crossed, going, "All right, once that third photo's done, we're gonna go in." So, uh, now this... how old are we talking? Are we talking thirties, forties? No, 80s? 50, 52, I'd say is the mean. And they were okay. mean. 
Yeah, that was the median, I meant to say. What is it, the yeah, mean, the median, and the, the meridian? What, there's three of them, right? Uh, prime meridian is PM, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, what's AM? Amateur muff? It's AM. Uh, okay. Um, prime. Anal mustard. Yes. Good. It's brown. Spicy. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what do you got? You got meme, median, and minutia. There's the median third. is the collection. Yes. Uh, Mars. Mars bar. Now that's a planet. That's Pluto. Michael that's, Jackson. Pluto's out now, by the way. He's a dog. Yeah, yeah, Goofy. Was Goofy a dog? Because why could Pluto not talk as a dog, but Goofy could talk? Uh, I don't know. Pluto couldn't talk? I, I haven't seen it in a while. Pluto was just a dog who was like on four four legs barking, whereas Pluto, Do- Goofy was a dog, but he was uh, like, how you doing, Mickey? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. I'm going to go back in there and watch the program. Yeah, I'll send you a link. All right, so either way, I see these gals eyeballing me from uh, ten feet away, so I'm I'm like, all right. Once this Indian kid gets his photo and uh, puts on some deodorant, I'm just gonna beeline it out the door and get the fuck out of Dodge. And uh, this is this is why I bring up the story because this kid Tom, the kid who drove me from the train station to the gig, twenty minute drive, he's waiting outside and he goes, "Hey, you need a ride?" And I'm like, yes, yes, let's go. Boom. Because, you know, you do these gigs, you just want to get out of there. They always want you to hang out. I hate to get hanging out. Hate I want to leave like Dylan. Yes. Swoop me out the back Minnesota. door. Mm-hmm. Put me in a helicopter and get me the fuck out of here. So, but, you know, I want to say Danny was very nice. Every, everything was run well, but these gals were giving me the, the jizz face. So I jump in this guy Tom's car, and we're talking about comedy. He's a great guy, and we're just... You know, I'm like, all right, I'm out of there. You know, I feel like I'm out the, out the last chopper in Nam. I made it out. I'm, I'm home free. The heart rate can slow down a little bit. And uh, he goes, hey, what time's your train? And I go, oh, I don't know. I figured it'll just come. You know, it's a New Jersey transit. He's like, well, after 10, they're kind of shitty. And I was like, oh. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, shit. So I start Googling train times, you know, and it says uh, 10.37. I look at the clock. It's 10.33. He's like, oh, we're 10 minutes away. And I go, well, oh, boy. step on it, fatty. So he hits the gas, and we miss it by like two minutes. Oh, that's not the way I thought that was going to go. Yeah, and it's a good hour and a half train ride back. So now the next train is at like 11.48. So okay, that's an hour wait on the cold, dark, dank platform. you know. So I was like, fuck. So he goes, this is why he's the MVP. He goes, all right. The next train stop is at Middlesex or whatever the hell it is. I bet we can. I bet I can beat it. And I was like, "Oh, Middlesex." Dude. Yeah, I remember doing that in my early days. Yes, follow <laughs> middle school. So uh, I was like, "Hey, if you think so," and he goes, "Buckle up, Dickless." He pumps that that stick back. He pulls the yoke. He just zooms out of there. We beat the train. It was amazing. It was like we were we were driving next to it, like it was the cavalry, you know, just whizzing by, and we fucking like the French Connection. Yes, the connection. So uh, Hackman, I'm a hack. So we get in there. I run Damn. up those stairs. I make the train back. It was a beautiful thing. 
Wow. Unbelievable. So, well, away, uh, Tommy Zap. Yeah, I got to give Tommy, the, was it? Tommy, I got to give him a shout out. He really saved me because most people, they, they're closed minded. They're, they just go, ah, you missed it. You suck. You're gay. But he was like, no, nah, we can we can make this work. Very positive thinking. I love that. I hate, I've been that guy, too, on Tommy's end, too, where the guy misses the train. Now you're just stuck with him. Like he probably is a fan, so it's exciting. He's like, oh, I get more time with Mark. But I've been in that position where you drive someone, they miss the train, and then you're just like, oh, now I have to sit with this asshole. I want to go back to my life. Yes. So good, good on him. But maybe that's why. He didn't want to hang out with you any longer. I Hey, I get it. And I trust me, I felt guilty. I knew I was that guy in the moment, and I still was like, all right, I guess I'll just wait it out, or what can we do? And he was like, no, we're going to make this work. And that's why I really appreciate it, because I would have wanted to just kick my fat ass out of the car and close the door behind me and peeled off. But he uh-huh. was he was a better man than that. I tried to give him some money. He wouldn't take it, and I made it home. So thank you, Tommy. I don't know if you're going to hear this, but he's got a podcast I want to plug called Keep It Basement. You know, and he's had, oh. he's had some fun guys on, Andrew Schultz, Gary V, the whole lot of them. So uh, appreciate that, Tom. Your 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 lunch in my book. That way, Tommy. I hate these gigs where you have to make a schedule. I know. Time, when you gotta be off stage, and then there's a delay, and then you're like, you're not gonna make your train. I, I hate that shit. It's yeah, brutal. Rent a- yes, yes, exactly. Cause oh, you cut out. Ah, shit in my mouth. Fuck my oh, asshole hard with a cucumber. Damn it. Pool floats in my fucking cunt. Yeah, well, that's the thing is the uh, the host, the guy running the, the whole shebang, he's like, all right, I got to get this guy on stage. I got to fill the room. And then that's it. He's not thinking, okay, after the show, he's got to catch a train. He's got to get back to his house. He's got to fuck his wife. You know, he's just thinking about the show. So, like, there's all these factors that they forget about. And that's that's not his problem, I guess. But it's it just sucks for the for the comic a little yeah, I've been there. It's not not pleasant. A lot of, a lot of those Connecticut, Jersey, tri-state area gigs. So you got to make the Long Island Railroad or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So, but just to wrap things up, I know you got to go get you got to check out of your uh, Four Seasons there. Yeah, oh, I'm in I'm in the wind drift here Ooh. in Manhattan Beach. Oh, that's right. So I got to. Uh, yeah, I got a, I got a big week here. I've got uh, Sarah's doing the late late show. By the time this comes out, it came out last night. She was on last night. Everybody, yes. So I... Go to YouTube. Go check it out. I'll retweet it. She'll tweet it. She's on the late late show. It's always weird plugging a thing before you do it. I'm like, I hope yeah. it doesn't go horribly. I know, I know. Yeah, but it's it's a hot crowd. You've done it. You know, it's super fun. You're gonna hang out in the green room, I assume. Yes, I was just there like two months ago. Yeah, uh, I had my water bottle. I had my late late show water bottle that I was using that was stolen by fucking Eugene Chung out in uh, the fucking Silicon Valley. Uh huh. Fucking rich area code my ass. They got my water bottle, so I'm going back just to do the get the water bottle. I'm not even watching her set. I'm gonna get my water bottle and leave. Cunts, yeah, get it that water bottle. Have fun. Get some free snacks. You get to go there and just. Kick, kick your feet up. You're lackadaisical Lucy. You got you're not on the show. So you can just enjoy it. But here's the thing: I get more anxious because I got no control. You want ah, your wife to do well, so I'm nervous for her. I see. And at least when you're doing it, you can be like, "All right, let me just calm down, silent re, fucking meditate, chung uh-huh. it up, right?" And then I'll, I'll do it. But with someone else, you're like, "Oh my god, I fucking it's it's." It's helpless. It's like a, feeling like a parent. Right, right. You're at the soccer game, and your kid's got a, a bad knee. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I, I'm nervous about that, but it, it'll be fun. And then we're going to go out afterwards, in and out. I can't eat it because of silent re. I really want to kill myself, to be honest. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, You're having a rough go at it, Patty. But can you say the big news, or is that uh, secret? 
Well, no, it's not a secret. And I'm doing that same day, two days from now, the time of recording. But right now, as you're listening to this, I'm on the Joe Rogan show, the Joe Rogan Experience. Wow, that's one of the big ones, boy. I mean, this guy's done Letterman, Fallon, Netflix, Comedy Central. But I feel like this, I don't want to jinx it, but this is the one that's really going to make a splash, I hope. But here's the thing. I've thought that so many ah, times. Ah, you're right. With Netflix, I thought that. With Tonight Show, I thought that. Ah. With uh, Fucking Your Mother, I thought that. I thought, <laughs> eat my own cum, I'd do that. But nothing, yeah. nothing's quite broken it yet. So we need that Chrysler money. Hopefully this helps. Yeah. But it's, uh, I don't know when it comes out. He doesn't do it live anymore. So I don't know when it'll come out. I might stink and then he cans it or something. But right, right. I'm doing it Tuesday at 10 a.m. 1 p.m. East Coast time. So at the time of your hearing this, I'm on the show shitting my pants. Hopefully my voice doesn't give out. Yeah. I bet he puts it right out and I bet it's going to be a, a humdinger. It's going to be lunch. You got a ton of great stories. You got some ups, some downs. You're an underdog. You got herpes. You're, you're, you're action packed. Bad teeth, the whole thing. The whole thing. Worse than uh, Mike Early's, that's what I heard. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be great and good good for you. What a cool showbiz weekend, like, or week. If you were in the 90s, you would be running the fucking castle. I mean, you're going to the, the, the studio with James Corden where you just recorded your set. Now your wife's doing her set. Now you're going to the road. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's insane that you're not a bigger comic. Isn't that weird? It's exciting. Hopefully it turns around. I don't know. We'll see. We're starting to make some progress, but still not. Like I'm doing the comedy store tonight, Sunday, two days ago. My agent's like, we're at 16 sold. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. Wow. What is that? The Tuesdays are always going, when are you coming to L.A.? When's L.A.? Well, he's in L.A., you cunts. Well, it's funny, too, because I keep getting, I'm like, in my mind, I keep getting all these comments and tweets being like, hey, we can't wait to see it. I'm like, hey, we're doing all right. But then you realize 100% of the people who are coming. Have emailed. Right. You're like, ah, fuck. <laughs> exactly. It's 20 people. Right, right. But 20 comments on Instagram seems nice. But well, we'll, we'll turn it around. It'll get this all a slow roll. And, yeah, uh, yeah. You get, you get your walk-ups and your jizz-ups and your chin-ups, so uh, Connie Chin. You'll be all right. And and that's a tight little room. You'll get some, some randos in there, and they'll like you, so... I think it'll be a hot one. You get your own room at the comedy store. I mean, yeah, it'll be fun. We got some cool. good people too. Whoa! Something crazy just happened. What happened? Y- your voice just sped up like it was a fast forward, like Mickey Mouse. You went, you got the comedy store. Like the comedy store. Oh, I didn't hear it was that. Fucking wacky. Boy, I, I don't know if the, I don't know if that was the phone or if they're gonna hear that. But it was cra- all of a sudden it was like you were coked up. Wow. Well, maybe I'll try it. Shelby said we're good, but uh, who knows what what's cooking? Who knows what the audience? All right, hears. it was, it was goofy. Well, all right, well. Uh, Boy, we gotta, uh, I guess we got to start to wrap let's, up here. Let's wrap it up, put on a condom. Let me just say, I was at Providence. Thanks, everybody who came out. I got some Chipotle. I got some hugs. I got some photos. Thank you again for the etouffee. Doug Key killed it. We had a great night. And uh, I'm going to be in uh, Rochester coming up with my fat friend Chris Al. I'll be in D.C. We got the live app on the 28th. Don't forget about that. We got to sell that puppy out. We got some cool guests uh, bananas in Jersey, uh, DC Draft House. I mentioned that. Love that one. Comedy in Buffalo, Helium in Buffalo. Love that club. Love that town. Good people. Then we got the Woo Ha Ha in Worcester. Is it Worcester, Mass? Worcester, yeah. It's spelt a little fucked up. They're a little fucked up out there. Go, Bruins. 
Go Brew, go Sox, then a comedy club, Helium in Indianapolis. Everybody's always saying, when are you coming to Indy? Well, that's Indy, baby. And then the big one, the, the White Whale, Denver Comedy Works, one of my favorite cities, one of my favorite clubs, one of my favorite weekends, Sacramento Punchline, love that room, Addison Improv in Dallas, uh, all kinds of fun stuff. McGooby's Joke House in Baltimore. Spokane and Tacoma. A lot of fun stuff. Roar Comedy Club in Springfield, Mass. So I'm all over East Coast, West Coast, Anal Jizz, Queef. Fuck your dad. Where are you going to be there, fat man? By the way, what are we doing with Skankfest, by the way? You got, oh, you got to get us double booked. I fucked up. I got DC. I forgot about uh, the... the I, can you do a Sunday? How do you feel about that? Did I jizz in I your... I can do a Sunday if they can do a Sunday. Have you reached out to Lewis yet? I'll do all the reaching out. I fucked us in the ass, so I'll talk to the Puerto Rican snake. All right, we're going to have to do a Sunday. Hopefully, uh, people will come out on the Sunday. Yeah. That's well... the last night. Maybe we can do a Sunday day. Or something. I think we do a day because everybody's going to be recuperating. We'll be a nice little uh, day treat for the lunatics out there. All right, all right. I like that our fans are pointing out our double bookings. I, I know. That way, uh, fucking comedy artwork, Brian. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> well done, Gabe. Uh, but this <laughs> this weekend, oh, keep an eye out or an ear out or a dick out for uh, Joe Rogan Experience. And uh, this weekend, two days from now, Mohegan Sun, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sarah and I will be there. Go watch Sarah's Late Late Show set. Yes. And then next weekend, Syracuse Funny Bone with uh, Steve Big Dick Rogers and Caitlin, not sure about her vagina, Palufo. And uh, that's going to be fun. Syracuse Funny Bone with those two. Uh, and then uh, May 28th, the live pod, you mentioned it. May 30th, one night only, O-T-O-T-O, one time, one time only, Tacoma Comedy Club. That's going to be fun. Please come out. They moved things around for me because that other club fucking closed last minute. So come to the Tacoma Comedy Club that weekend. And then June, I got a bunch of shit. There's a bunch of stuff in the, uh, on the website, comedianjoelist.com. Join up for the Patreon. We're going to be back together soon. The pod will be back to normal. And uh, we're going to have a bunch of extra stuff. So come on out and suck each other's dicks and fuck your mother in the ass. Yes, God love you. Yeah, see that live app. Listen to Joe Rogan. Oh, also, just a fun plug. Uh, Andy Sanford just did the late show with James Gordon. It was great. Funny guy. Underrated comic. And Phil Hanley just killed it on The Tonight Show. So if you want oh, Phil was amazing. If you're looking for a couple of yuck ups check those out on the tubes of you. And uh, enjoy that. And email them. They'll, they'll appreciate it. Their careers are in the toilet. All right. All right. Thank you, Fatty, and we'll see you uh, hopefully next week. I want to hug you. Yeah, Monday. Let's do Monday, Monday evening. All right. We'll figure this out off the air. You got it. All right. Thanks, gays. Uh, Praise Allah. Shelby. 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 Connie.